Welcome to another episode of Multiverse News. This is episode two. Yeah. Woohoo! Yeah. Two in a row. We're killing it. Yeah, and thanks to everybody who watched the first episode. All twelve of you. We really appreciated it. No, just was kidding. it twelve? I thought we hit. I thought we hit thirteen. Yeah. There might, <laughs> actually, there might have been. I think there's fifteen views on uh, the podcast through the podcast site directly. The Podbean and, one. Yeah, the Podbean, and I, I think that there were a couple others. Uh, the YouTube video had like maybe twenty views or something like that. But you know what? It's a starting process, and we're gonna. It is a starting process. <laughs> I. Uh, People need to download Podbean. That's what it is. Yeah, and you know we're gonna get our stuff on iTunes and all that stuff with time too. It's just oh, this is literally just the easiest way to do it for us to get the source our, our material to you guys as we can. That's what. Yeah, there you go. It's about you. That's right. It's about the customer. So today's episode, we're literally gonna just dive into all the cool stuff that came out of Comic Con. Not all of it. We don't have time for all that. Like I said, we have time restrictions all the time. We're both dads. We both don't have time to be talking to you guys all the time. You know, this, these these podcasts and video casts could go for days for all the stuff we could talk about. It's a nice way of saying our wives tolerate this behavior and give us about this much time. Yep, we have this much amount this of... This much time. This much space for our stuff. So for all you single guys <laughs> out there, this is what you get left after getting married and having kids. <laughs> this much time. About the size of... We'll keep going. Family yeah, friendly. It seems good. But yeah. the... Uh, <laughs> so we'll jump right in with the TV and, and streaming service uh, stuff that debuted. Uh, obviously, there were trailers for Flash, the new season, Arrow, yeah. the new season, The Defenders... And Stranger Things. Those are the four that we're going to touch on today. So well, Those are the four that matter as far as I'm concerned. Me too. It's really, yeah, as, yeah. as far as the comic book you world know, and the geek world, that's really all that matters. I say that, but I got to confess. I didn't even watch the Flash or the Arrow trailers because I I'm, I will do my best to watch trailers for you guys so I can even <laughs> get my reactions. This guy I, didn't do any of his research. No, well, just you know, it, it's because of my personal philosophy about these things is that I feel like sometimes we get hit with too many trailers too much information leading up to the show so when i get to the show i'm like oh yeah of course i know superman's gonna come out in the justice league now or (laughs) like you know spoiler alert for something that's gonna happen later um but um but i mean and even like you said in thor like hulk coming out in the gladiator things like i feel like in the shows they just they they want to give you they want to keep feeding the beast right so they keep releasing information but I almost wish they wouldn't sometimes. It, so makes sense from purposely... a, it makes sense from a marketing standpoint. Like, you see this cool shit, and then the average fan who doesn't really follow the comics or or know the storylines sees that, and they're like, oh, shit, I want to see that. That looks cool. And that's that's like the Michael Bay thing. That's what he does for his movies. Let me show you all this cool shit exploding and dropping, and then the normal person or the average moviegoer will go and see it and enjoy it, and then people who grew up with the stuff will be like, this is dog shit. What am I watching? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, so that's what I'm trying to get at here is... You know, for me, it's not that I don't like watching the trailers or keeping up with my stuff. It's that I like being surprised, surprised. by an action scene, by a character reveal. I like the surprise. So I created my own bubble of information that I keep myself insulated from. Right. And I like to follow the comics because the comics can go in so many different directions. And right. Because, you know, in the comics... Different they, writers have different stories they tell. Well, they have... And they feel like they have more freedom with the character, right? Right. You know, so, like, mm-hmm. it goes all over the place. Um, I love watching the shows. I love watching the thing, the movies. But sometimes I'll purposely stay away from a trailer if it's something I'm really excited about or I really follow. Right. And so... To that note... You let, didn't watch the trailers. I didn't watch the trailers for Flash or Arrow because I enjoy those shows and it was two of my favorite seasons of those shows because I thought it was my... I liked Flash season three better than season two. I liked... You did? I did. I liked season three. I liked season three. It's, Flash to me hasn't had a bad season. 
and that's as far. I mean, as far as comic book shows go, I think it's the gold standard for telling. Even with the twenty-four episodes or whatever the hell they have, which I do think is too long. I think cutting those down to fifteen, sixteen episodes would make those shows infinitely better. But I think that's the gold standard for telling the hero story. Uh, so for me, I thought Flash season two took a step back. You did? I did, it, and because it was more wrote more of the same, which isn't a bad thing because it's a good show. It's a mm-hmm. fun show. But like, oh, great, another speedster villain that Barry can't run faster than him. Why yeah. can't Barry run faster? Well, that and, seems and, to be and the, that was that my seems beef to be the with theme. season three mm. as well. Yeah. So let me not. But I liked the villain reveal more in season three when, it, even though in my gut I was calling it to myself that Barry. Savitar is a Barry time remnant. Me too. Which was great because it showed a consequence of season two in creating the time remnants. Right. To fight Zoom. So like, it was it was a good storytelling to have it, and I liked. Um, a lot about season three. It was just a. I enjoyed watching season three more than season. Trying three. to trying to stop the timeline from coming coming to fruition in season three was awesome. It had an impending sense of doom, which was right. nice to follow. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. my god! And how about the how like do, the guy who plays Wells? Uh, I can't remember the actor's name, uh, but he is a phenomenal actor. Every yeah. time he plays the same character from a different universe, it's like the best he's ever been at that character you know they're so good they're all so different from each other well you know what i enjoy about the well having to keep a wells in the flash is it just pays homage to henry cavanaugh and how good of an actor he is yeah wow yeah. i'm gonna give myself a bonus is it henry point for cavanaugh? that one henry I think, I think it is it's definitely cavanaugh no that's well, definitely the last name but you know if we're putting something out there for nerds and for fellow comic book geeks i'm sure no one will correct me <laughs> During the edits, I will go back and I'll be. He means this, Kavanaugh. Yeah. <laughs> but that is. Well, if there's anything I've learned about the internet and fellow geeks that were really tolerant people. Oh, super and, tolerant. Yeah, super tolerant, real friendly folk. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure that will go, that will slide on. But it has, but to, it speaks to the quality of the actor and the contributions of the show, because really the show has no need for him since season one. Right. But they keep making him a part of the show. Because, because he's a great actor. Yeah, and he's just a fun member of the cast to keep on. And so, I mean, I really, I'm excited for Splash Season 4. I'm excited to see how they get Barry out of the time prison. Right. Um, I well, kinda... that's what the trailer, the tra- so the trailer, I know you didn't see it, the trailer kind of, it looks to me like the, they have some medieval villain, like, with, like, a samurai, a samurai, samurai with a sword, mm. and, like, and, like, Kid Flash and Cisco are, are trying to stop him, and then he li- they're like, "You're gonna try to stop us with a sword?" It's actually yeah. one of the best parts of the trailer. And um, then he like literally just hits the ground with it, and, like all the shit gets destroyed. And they're like, "Oh damn!" And then he says to him like straight up like, "Bring me the real Flash." And then he like walks away. So they have to get him back, and that's that's like the gist of the whole trailer, right? Mm. Yeah. So it was pretty. There you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, well, that's I mean, exciting. Yeah, it, I mean, you, you know, he was coming back. You knew he was coming back. There's no way he wasn't. But, I know. I mean, I'm really excited to see like a team-up type thing against Barry in the course of a season, rather than give me an all-powerful villain that Barry has to beat, I'd like to see him get manipulated by, like, Grodd and Killer Frost and Captain Cold. Because, you know, I like the Captain Cold arc and how he became a hero on Legends, Mm -hmm. but I almost would rather have, like, the manipulator leader of the rogues, Captain Cold, that somehow gets all these villains to follow his direction, and he has his anti-team flash that just manipulates Barry to do like some massive heist over a season and Barry you know something it's okay to have that the team does it, yeah, this, it is pathetic that I'm calling to this but and I I, I didn't see this movie yeah. but uh the Furious 8 type thing where he's doing this bad thing and his team can't figure out why for the entire run of the movie. Yeah. That'd be cool for a season of The yeah, Flash. Yeah. And then like but you get these hints where he's like he's really like struggling to to maintain this 
dark course just because he doesn't want to have his friends be murdered or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like there could be, or, or maybe he's on a covert mission for the legends. Yeah, I mean that would be fun too. To like where Barry screws up the timeline again, and the legends are now just here to stop Barry from screwing up the timeline. And the best way to do it is to employ. Captain Cold and Barry's worst enemies. Yeah. <laughs> it makes for an interesting crossover. All I really want from season four is I want I want the more uh the more scarlet uh costume with the the more I want a, I want I want a costume update. I feel like season four mm. season four of Arrow is when is when uh Oliver got his costume update to really look like the green arrow and I, I really want I want that for Barry too. I, I don't have a problem with the costume, I think it works in the show as far, but I would like to see a little bit of an update on his costume to look more like I'm gonna classic off, flash. I'm know? gonna go off script here on you. Okay. T V show costume superior to me than movie costume that I've seen in the Justice League trailers. The armored Flash costume from the Justice League trailers is like roided up stupid looking. Yeah, to me. I you hate know it. what? I hate it so much. I hate the shininess of it. <laughs> I hate everything about it. I hate the fact it's, that it's they've turned much, Barry Allen into a Peter Parker type wisecracking guy a little bit. Well, but, Barry's, Barry's, but it's I've seen, I've seen, I've read, I've read it's Flash comics where, he, where they have him like that, though. That's not so far off script. No, it's not super far off script. It's, it's just like, I don't know, it's just the costume rubs me the wrong way. Flash is supposed to be sleek, built for speed. I agree, I agree. Not, with, not the power, the power build in the mini-man costume. I, I agree I with it. that, but the... He looks like Mega Man. He looks like a red-suited Mega Man. I hate <laughs> yeah, it so much. Proto-Man. No, yeah, he the, does, he does. <laughs> I mean, it's, I hate it. I'm sorry. I hate well, it. Like, and that's not to take away from the movie. Actually, I think he's the best part of the Justice League trailers. It's between him and Jason Momoa playing Aquaman, yeah. and I keep alluding to what we're going to talk about later, so let's stick the topic yeah, here. Yeah, topic. So, so anyways, Arrow. Let's go to Arrow, because right, so, I'm done with Flash. Are so, you done with Flash? I'm done with Flash. Arrow... That's actually good. Uh, to talking about Arrow is a good way to jump back into it. But uh, so uh, the, the season six, season six trailer shows the result of what occurred after the island. So there's all all his his buddies are on the island, and the fucking thing blows up. Sorry for the f bomb. Yeah, see, there you go. Spoilers too. Spoilers. It blo- <laughs> the island blows up. Yeah, if and you didn't all, watch Arrow season five. All yet, of Team Arrow whoops. and his baby mama are on the island. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so. To me, he saves his kid though. He so, did I mean, save his good. kid. He did save his kid. Uh, I'll be honest. I stopped watching last season, and I said this to you already. I stopped watching last season because I got so bored with that villain, and I, I don't know. To me, Prometheus was boring for you. He was, man. Really? As soon as I found out who it was, I was, I was, I was, I was like, I'm, I don't care I, anymore. I actually thought um, Chase. Uh, I can't remember the full character, the character's full name. I thought Chase was going to be Adrian Chase. I was really rooting for him to be Vigilante. I thought and he was too. The voice was similar. Because it came out and then we never get to find out who Vigilante is. And that would have been a fun mini arc inside the Prometheus season. I read a spoiler or a, yeah. or a theory out there that Vigilante is actually uh, the, the dude that was married to uh, Oliver's mom. The dude that was... No, yeah. no. So I'm telling you, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I no. read a theory. I know it's not him. I no, know it's, I know no. it's not. But I read a theory that someone said it was him, and he was just. It was like the repercussions of all this horrible stuff that happened to his company and his life, and he was just so mad. He's like, he, he's. It, I don't know. It, you know it'd be it terrible. For, it'd be it, terrible. But I'm just saying. You didn't watch the season, but what would make for an entertaining twist is if it was Mr. Terrific's husband there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, I gotta leave you because you're a vigilante. And but he calls I'm a vigilante, and he's just he's just often dudes. That'd be even better. Yeah, but didn't he? <laughs> no, that was. I was no, no, that was. That, that was Prometheus that like really messed up Mr. Terrific and like threw him down the staircase. But I was thinking it'd be funny if he like, beat up his own husband. Like, like how did you not know it's him? All it's him with he. With him in black, in like a, with a black T on his face. Well, and, and you know, yeah, I know, right? And so, like, um, 
but I liked the introdu- the introduction of of Renee and the new Canary and Mr. Terrific in season five. I think um, Oliver is just so dark and brooding, and having it be Oliver focused all the time can have drawbacks to that. So, like getting having Diggle be a secondary version of that character <laughs> for it's most like, of that weighs season, it, down, man. it was just it was so much. It, it, was, it was it was a heavy season, but then it was the strongest finish of Arrow yet. So yeah. I mean like it was the best season finale that that show has had since arguably the two part season finale in season 2 where you have um, yeah, Slade Wilson's plans mm-hmm. come come to fruition. So I mean this was it it had some weak moments and I think you and I hit best on this in the exchange we had on email when we were talking about it's just too much. Like both I think both Flash and Arrow would benefit from cutting their seasons almost in half, like doing like a 13 episode season for both those shows. That way they keep things tight knit and direct and on point in story and storytelling. Cause sometimes the um, villain of the, the villain of the week shows yeah. are really good. Sometimes it's kind of like, man, get back to the Prometheus stuff. Right. Or, it's, it's almost like every like three or four episodes is, is a plot driver. Yeah. And then, so, and then you get those three episodes in a row that are just villain of the week, villain of the week, villain of the week. Yeah. And I hate that shit. And, Once in a while, it's cool because it makes sense in a world where all these villains are like running around. But. And, and I'm going to bring up another CW show cause it works well for that show. Like the show supernatural, but I'm actually, I'm actually, and the only reason I bring that up, that show's running out of steam with that formula mm. too because it's always the same monsters and how many different villains and henchmen and how many times are you going to make me see um, the the evil Cupidist character, right. Cupidist character or the mm-hmm. Huntress again yeah. and make an excuse for her to show up for one week even though she has nothing to do with what's happening at all yeah and, and so like it's great I get it but I don't, and, and like yeah. so. CW. Or like when they show you the leader of the uh, the triad, the blonde chick. Oh yeah, like, come on! Why are you bringing her back into I it? Know. You've already had like metahumans and like real villains. Like we need the triad. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I'm sh- I'm sure I'm sure that she's been sitting there waiting for that call since season one. That's like, true. You know, I can't wait. I'm gonna get it. I'm a reoccurring villain. Yeah. No, please, just tighten your stories up. You've right. got good writers on script. The overall season arcs usually pay off in the end. Right. And you do a good job of keeping it slightly engaged, at least with a teaser at the end of an episode. But there's no need to keep having the reoccurring villains. I mean, that's actually probably why Flash works better than Arrow, because it's based on a metahuman villain of the week, which is similar to a monster villain of the week. Yeah, it ups, so you, it ups so the ante. It ups the ante, and it ups the power, and it ups the creativity. Because when a bank robber, like a typical bank robber, stops Oliver Queen, you're like, give me a break. Yeah, at this point. Give like, me a break. How the hell is it, like, like, like there's no excuse for him to, to have the hand, no matter what tech he has, to have the drop on you. Because you're basically the Batman of the CW universe, you know? Well, well, I mean, at this point, he's beat Deathstroke in one single-handedly, so, like, seeing, like, and now they're buddies again. A villain of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right, right? And, and, and now give Cena Deathstroke, or a villain of the week, give him the same struggles, and we have to watch him fail, pseudo-succeed, but really fail a second time, and then on the third time in the last five minutes of the show, succeed. Right. I mean... Like what he did with uh, with Merlin in the first season, who is basically... He doesn't even hold a candle to Oliver now. It's like no. he literally slaps the shit out of him, cuts his hands off. Uh, and then Ra's al Ghul, he did yeah. that in, uh, in season three as well, but... Yeah, I don't know. Arrow, Arrow's kind of lost steam for me a little bit. I'll admit, I'm, I'm not as excited for it as Flash. Uh, no. I liked Legends. 
uh, both seasons of Legends I liked. Um, but again, that show is the same for me. It's like it's it's not Flash level. So no, like, no. I mean, this has turned into a CW podcast. Right it is. I, I'm going to end this the CW segment of this because it's really actually taken a lot longer. Than it is. Planned. Jesus, 15 minutes yeah, on yeah, no, CW alone. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, right, we'll jump longer than planned. Netflix. Uh, the, I Netflix. End, I Netflix. End, we'll jump into Netflix. I want to end it with this last statement. Okay. If you haven't seen Legends Tomorrow season two because you hated season one or you just pseudo tolerated it. Watch season two. It was my favorite of the three shows this year. Yeah? Yeah, I thought season two was great. I thought the new cast... I kind of hated the uh, the historian guy, but um, everything else I liked. He grows him. on you, though. He, he, yeah, like a cancer that I hope dies. <laughs> he grows on I, I mean, liked him. I didn't I, mind him. I was so... I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm super hopeful that he really was written off. It was like a one-season arc and see you later, dude. Like they did, um, with, like they did yeah. with uh, Hawkgirl. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm cool with that. I like having the rotating cast of characters. Yeah, it makes sense. But... Let's talk about the defenders because yeah. that trailer got me amped up for that. Like, me too. That's that's what I that, that the trailer that was more about getting the people in a room, showing them being, showing them joking around, showing them the potential of them fighting together. But it didn't give away too much. I still don't know much. No, I, I, other, other than, than uh, Sigourney Weaver is like leading the hand or whatever the hell it is on the, yeah. the background, which is I honestly I didn't know she was in it. I I mean that's, that's bad on me for like not like following up on like casting news when it happens, but. All of a sudden, I saw Sigourney Weaver in that tra- trailer, and I was like, "Holy shit, Sigourney Weaver! What the? When did you, did you get cast in this?" Well, have you heard the early buzz? Because they did the um, press release of the first four episodes already, right? No, I didn't. So obviously, we haven't reached that status yet. But that's the goal, guys. That's the goal. But they did the, <laughs> they did the press release of the first four episodes of the Defenders, and right now she's up there with uh, Kilgrave and and Kingpin as like really? villain quality status. They're like those are the two best yeah. villains they've had on the show. Exactly. <laughs> on the, on, so, so the like series. we've already we're already leapfrogging over the Luke Cage villains and mm-hmm. we're already leapfrogging over the Iron Fist villains. Um, they say the hardest thing to get over so far that I've heard in, in the in the rumors outside of the trailer is obviously people really hate Danny Rand. And, I hate Danny and, Rand. And, and Iron Fist. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and he's an easy character to hate because it's like... Dude, but you know what it is? All right. Well, he's Sidestepping from... It is Defenders talk. No, it is. For me, and this is, I did this in my Iron Fist review, Iron Fist is one of my favorite... Like, like I, I've read the Immortal Iron Fist graphic novels from, like, start to finish, like, twice in a row. The, the, Ed, Brubaker, I they, the, the Ed Brubaker arc that started in, like, 2001, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that is my favorite Iron Fist story ever told. But Where they got, like, the Shaolin tournament where he's going yeah, up against the other Immortal, the, the immortal the heaven, instruments. The Heaven, the heaven yeah. tournament, yeah. yeah. It's fucking uh, awesome. Oh, it's that is, like, amazing. so good. And, it like, is, so that yeah. got me pumped. And then I saw Iron Fist, and I'm like... Mm, he is so much worse than my favorite version of this character. And you could say it's an origin story for the character, I suppose. And like I said, I think I said so, this too. So that story's told when the character is a mature character who's been in the continuity for a while, who's fought with Luke Cage, who's done everything like this. The Marvel story goes back to his real basic origins. And a lot of the people who were pissed off about the Iron Fist storyline clearly didn't educate themselves on his origin story. It's not a great origin story. Sorry, guys. So It's, it's not even the origin I, story, I think, man. It's I just the... think, you know, and this isn't to hate on Finn Jones, but the Danny Rand that they wrote, the impulsive, manipulative, um, channeling Bruce Wayne from Batman vs. Superman, Danny Rand, where he's just brooding, he's just, like, angry and, like, impulsive all the time. Yeah, uh, when yeah, he's supposed to be just, so centered with his Yeah, tea. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the angry, impulsive Danny Rand that has literally no center, no balance. I... I I can't believe this guy even meditates, let alone practices chi with the way he is in this show. Like, it just... That, that... iron fish should be blowing up in his hand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. he's got no control yeah, over he, Yeah, he can't control his emotions, let alone let alone enough chi to make a fist that glows. Right. Which, honestly, if you want a real real, uh, real hate a real hate moment on Iron Fist, 
that's got to be like the weakest prop I've ever seen in any superhero thing. The golden yet. fist. Yeah, because it, you can tell it's just like a plastic mannequin hand. Like it's nothing special about the stupid See, hand. I, I really, I, I thought they, I thought they just painted his hand green and then they like CGI'd in the glow. Maybe that's what they did, but it looks like a goddamn plastic mannequin hand. I don't know. I hate it. That's, but I mean, I, they would have been better off figuring out another way to represent the Iron Fist. But eh, whatever. I gotta, I'll, I'll pick apart that. Another time. Another time. <laughs> Another time. Uh, but the, the trailer did look good. And, it and really the good. action looked good. And seeing Daredevil and these characters come together. I'm actually really excited for Jessica Jones being in it. I, I know, maybe it's because she's, like, we always get these uh, Daredevil seasons. We've had two Daredevil seasons. We've had Iron Fist. We've had Luke Cage. But Jessica Jones only had that one season. And it seems so long ago to me now. But, like, I loved her character in it, you know? And, like, just seeing her having to deal with these people who she doesn't want to be bothered with, you know? <laughs> it's like, that's just, her life. I just like the witty banter she provides. Like, yeah. most of the things I found myself laughing about had to do with, like, slapstick with the other three. Or just her being genuinely witty and and just the just that rebel girl character is going to be fun with the spoiler. Like, yeah. this, these three do-gooders who are just trying to do good all the time. Right. And she's just going to be the one who's like... Whatever, uh, pass me a beer. Give me like, a break. Yeah, <laughs> I love like, it. Like she gives she gives Daredevil his scarf yeah. or the scarf or Matt Murdock because he doesn't have yeah, a costume. Yeah. She gives him her scarf to wear when he's going into battle in, in the build the building or whatever. Yeah. And uh, she's like, "You look like an idiot." He's, <laughs> yeah. he's like, "He's like, it's your scarf." <laughs> like, Which I'm most excited, I think, for the chemistry between those two characters right now because that's the one I don't I don't know. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be fun because you know that they're gonna write to. They're gonna write uh, uh, Luke Cage and Danny Rand into being best friends, like they have to, because they're gonna become heroes for hire, and that's that's probably where both their shows are gonna go after they're like, all right, we really can't tell any more individual stories mm. with either of these characters. They're just gonna be heroes for hire in one combined show. I know that's the dream right now. Yeah, that's, that's the internet dream is that we get a hero for hi- hero for hire show out of this, and Danny Rand becomes not hateable. It might be the only way to redeem him, mm-hmm. because then you can balance him off with uh, with Luke Cage, who is actually likable. Well, I, I will say this much: one of the things I did hear in the early release reviews is that. The Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. It, there's a moment in the show where it feels like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage watch the Iron Fist show. And we're like, man, this guy's a dick. We got to fucking take him down a peg. Oh, so it's like a team up? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that they're yeah. they're star-crossed lovers that are destined to end up together, oh, yeah. anyway. So, um, all right, I think that's enough time on Defenders. We should jump into Stranger Things, which was probably the best best trailer maybe maybe even through movies i don't know though it was pretty close but it's 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 definitely the best television trailer that they released from comic-con well i mean i just how do you really hate on a show that captures the spirit of goonies the spirit of the bad not the bad but like the good stephen king movies of the 80s and just that 80s culture and sums it all up into this amazing like pseudo horror child like coming of age adventure right. story and it's just it was super fun and, yeah, it's and amazing. I mean like it's one of my it's one of the most unique crazy cool creative shows I've ever seen to begin with and here they go into season two and they, it looks like they didn't lose any steam no. and I, I'm super excited for it and again the use of thriller in the trailer amazing Vincent Price's voiceover was so good for that uh, whole setup the fact that tra- the trailer gives nothing away mm-hmm. you know, going on to the thing I went on a, on a tangent about you know what it I love gave it? nothing away I still don't know what the hell what the hell the, what the hell the upside down's go- coming after or what, if that yeah. little boy is actually possessed or what, what the hell yeah, is it, happening it's right it's, it's, yeah, it's a big I'm, mystery yep. and uh, what I like about it that they showed is that you see them being kids still 
Like, yeah. even after all this horrible shit goes down, you see them dressed as Ghostbusters. Yeah. And, like, going yeah. around, yeah. checking things with proton packs and, like, something like that. And the proton pack moves, or, or the, not the, the trap, the trap moves like there's a ghost in it. I mean, that that's just clever writing. And, oh, like, yeah. obviously they're going to tell you that 13's better. Or 11? Not 13. 11. 11. 11 13. Yeah. Who's 13? Well, she's got to come back and do it. Like, you, you can know, see it, her back it, at the end yeah, of the trailer. I mean, so. you could call that a reveal if you want, but if you weren't expecting her to come back, then you're dumb. Sorry. Um... Mm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't really, I don't have an articulate way of putting that. One thing my wife yeah. told me that I had, we had to talk about in this review. She oh. said, what, are they going to address what happened to Barb? Is anyone going to, does anyone care about Barb? No, Barb <laughs> sucks. This is the stupidest thing on the internet. I, I hate this so much that this Barb thing is a thing. Like, it's like, someone's really going to take care of, like, the rebel girl, that or not the rebel girl, the unpopular the girl that gets used so her friend can get, you know, have sex in a bedroom. And, you know, something bad happens to her. But here's the thing. It is literally... The least screen time, the least important character mm-hmm. I have ever seen anyone go googly eyes about. And I'm sorry, just because she wears glasses and has a short haircut and isn't popular doesn't make her cool or unique or trendy. I and I can't believe <laughs> the actress got an award for some stupid thing. I didn't remember it was, but I heard she got an award and I'm like, it couldn't and, have been. And I was, I was like, only in this era. Yeah, watch from the Stranger Things. Oh, come thing. on. And I was like, only in this era does this stupid character get anything. Yeah. This is this is why Donald Trump Donald Trump is president. There you go. I went political <laughs> for a hot heartbeat. That isn't judging. Yeah, if you're if you're really political in sorry. very small instances. The show. Anyways, uh, yeah, I Barb. I, I, don't, I could care less about oh. Barb. In fact, I thought her death was very needed because so, it, it, so, it gives the it gives weight to the to the creature actually being a threat, yeah. which is good. But uh, you know, so Sarah, to to, to answer your question, <laughs> I really don't care about Barb. I'm actually glad she's dead. Well, I did. I hope, I they, did. Kill her. I hope they resurrect her and kill her again. <laughs> That's what well, I'm hoping for. They, uh, I did read that they are going to address it. It's going to, it's going to be addressed in the show. I imagine it's going to be minuscule. It's going to be the parents being like, what happened to our daughter? You never explained what happened to our daughter. And then the chief being like, she's dead, dude. I fucking saw her dead in a pool in the other side. God, I hope it's that because if there's anything else other than that, I'm really going to be mad because that means that they had to write that in there because the internet fell in love with a character that's stupid and meant nothing to the story. Right. I agree. All right, but Stranger Things Season 2 looks awesome. I can't wait for it. I love Stranger Things Season 1. I mean, from the first episode, the first, the first like, five minutes of the show, up until you hear that amazing, like, digital, like, music in- intro with the, with the, the, the all, it's so 80s. Yeah. I was like, this is my favorite show of all time. I, yeah, it, it, mean, it might not be my favorite show of all time. That's a stretch. But, I mean, like, my God, like, I started watching it before the hype hit, hit in, like, right when it was just released on Netflix, and I immediately was, like, telling everybody, and you're like, you gotta watch Stranger Things. You gotta watch it. My wife was like, I don't want to watch it. Then I was like, sit down and watch the first two episodes, and then tell me you don't want to watch it. We yeah. watched the entire season in one weekend, because <laughs> right well, after that. Y- so. You know, here's here's how I hooked my wife, to, got my wife to watch it. I'm like, oh, it's about a missing child. Boom. Oh, yeah. Done. Oh, what? Game over. She's like, missing <laughs> child? I want to know what happens more. Don't tell her about the sci-fi element. Don't tell her and about the monster. <laughs> she doesn't even know what's happened. She's invested in this kid, and now we're into the upside down yeah. and I'm winning. Everybody loves Stranger <laughs> Things. Everybody loves Stranger Things. I actually just got, and I can't wear it on any of these podcasts because it will ruin with the green screen, but uh, I just got a uh, a Hawkins Middle School AV Club shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking awesome. I can't, maybe I'll wear it if we, if, we, if we ever just ditch the green screen for one well, of these. There you but, go. Well, we, um, we keep doing com- comedian, or college. Yeah. Reviews in a car, we're going to have to. Yeah, we'll be out of the car soon enough, folks. I, I think, I think though, 
I before, before, I don't want to pivot to any other topics today. I want to wrap it up. You do? Yeah, because I think the next topic gets into one of the things where we disagree the most. Oh, you're right. And we're probably going to need the full half hour to go over the DC versus Marvel events. Because you're right. I'm probably going to shit on DC a lot. And I am going to defend them. Yes, you will. You will. <laughs> but, uh, and it's not even that. It's not because I dislike the DC comics or the DC characters. You well, don't actually, like. You dislike the DCEU. I really dislike the DCEU, and actually, I kind of have grown to pseudo dislike the DC characters a little. As bit. a result of it, yes. yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what? It's understandable. And I, I, I since, we're, since we're not getting into the movies, we can at least talk on this really quick. I agree that the movies have not been phenomenal. Like, and, and oh no, it, no, no! I want you to save it. I want you to save the defense. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you because I think <laughs> I think we owe it to the twelve people that will listen to us yell at each other next week that we don't waste any of the material. All right, next week was gonna be the Game of Thrones midseason review, but I guess we're doing the Justice League trailer, the Thor trailer, and the Infinity War trailer. So yeah, we'll give the, we'll give the people Game of Thrones after what episode four, the Hump okay. episode. Next week is episode three. Yeah, oh, I thought that's, I thought yeah, next week was we, episode four. Yeah, see there we go. All right, yeah that works. All, All right. right guys, well signing off. Yep. Multiverse News. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Yep. I'm the Loud Bostonian up. Kevin Duffy. I'm the main Marvel, Dave Hampton. So thanks for watching. See ya. All right, bye.